Hi, Professor Glenn. It's a pleasure to discuss with you your digital innovations for learning. It's a pleasure to meet you as well, and I'm looking forward to future podcasts with you and entering a conversation around digital innovations, but digital innovations in the context of learning. I feel for me, if you want to discuss with me on a regular basis, you also need to get a feel for my, for my background in digital innovations. My background in digital innovations started in the late 1990s, and it came European push for lifelong learning. But by lifelong learning, the lifelong learning agenda was very much underpinned by an inclusive agenda. And the roots to my understanding or my own personal developments in digital innovations within a learning context was very much around uh, inclusive roots. So how can you design this appropriate for everybody and that's really challenging and and one thing I observed very early is some learners were more comfortable with in-person teaching as opposed to the online but some really connected well and that became a fascination for me but also how can you make it more flexible for people so what they call now is the pace place path but the basics of that is just more open and flexible learning and so how can you make learning more open open in different means different things to different people but I, I feel for me open meant that you can engage with people on different levels in person but online and, and many things have changed since the late 1990s and in particular obviously the speed of internet connections but you still see this notion of I'd say three concepts that I tried to put across the notion of collaborate knowing and reflect and these are things that I, I engaged with very early and became a basic, basically like a competence-based framework for myself in developing open and flexible learning and how can you create a consistent learner experience this is something that's still very animated for me that you see is that if you want to create inclusive design online that somehow you want to create something that's consistent consistent across modules demonstrates a collective effort between different people teaching online where you create a consistent learner experience that was very interesting your thoughts and roots in digital innovation for learning is a very interesting topic could you further develop on your current thoughts on online learning including the priorities for inclusion flexibility education for all which are obviously very relevant today how would you think things are changing with the current pandemic thank thank you for the question for inclusion, flexibility, and education for all is is a really good platform for developing uh, digital innovations for learning or online learning. And obviously, because of the pandemic, you, you see a new wave of developments now in online learning. And I remember very early, somebody said to me, you see a new wave every 15 years. I'm not sure if that's exactly correct, but there is something in it. You do see these different waves of change in online learning and online technologies, and just digital generally. Um, And I feel we're moving into that new this new wave so you can see that around you can see that the the wave of online learning or e-learning at the time was it reached its peak in probably early 2000 and you saw it moving down a little bit by around 2005 and you do see around 9 15 years on you see this new new wave through whatever that is and obviously this is obviously from a very challenging time the pandemic but at the same time you see innovations and you see much more of a collective effort to wanting to bring change into higher education 
for me, one of the issues is still inclusive design. How can you design online that is accessible to all, but also by accessible, it's also engaging and you're offering some kind of consistent learner experience, something that you feel comfortable in and something you people talk about is transitions. So if you move from, say, one module to another module online, whatever platform you're using, that you feel comfortable. Yes, it's really interesting. Can you give an insight into how you see the future for online learning? I can give you an insight into the, the types of initiatives that I'm currently working on. I'm really interested in why you still see some level of disconnect, depending on the university, to, between university education and, and the relevance and how it connects with uh, business and society, and, and especially with the current pandemic and the challenges of employment and so on, and also the increasing fees within university sector. One of the areas that I'm, I'm currently piloting and exploring is micro-credentials. Like many universities as well, they're looking at how you can really drill into university education and somehow extract useful things that you can use in business and society. And hence micro-learning, micro-credentialing, digital badges have, have really emerged on the back of that to some extent. This challenge of the bridge between uh, universities, higher education and business and society. What is really well established and I see really good developments is in terms of learning outcomes. Now I design, I use the learning outcomes, so standard frameworks you might see as uh, the QAA guidelines from the, the UK and other similar uh, international standards from say Australia, which I also follow closely, is that you can use learning outcomes if they were really well defined as a way to design online and hence inclusive design so then you can start designing navigation as an example through using learning outcomes. So where do you go from there? Well, a natural step from there is what I call is the three pillars that I'm exploring. Learning outcomes, how you can drill into learning outcomes to create micro-credentials key skills or important skills from a, a, a specific learning outcome. So within a one module program, I work on four, four learning outcomes. And within a learning outcome, I, I try and extract at least three, uh, what I'd say is key skills. So in other words, a specific skill, which would then feed into a weekly, a weekly program. And then cutting into that as well, I also look at what you might see as 21st century skills. So 21st century skills might be, say, for instance, innovation, creativity, could be things to do with environmental awareness, whatever that might be. But uh, I've got a framework that looks at how you can integrate the learning outcomes, micro-credentials, and, and what you might see as 21st century skills in some kind of way, or some other cross-cutting skills that you'd like students to go away with that could help them in the workplace. So how can you integrate those and, and I do that through competence-based framework and the competence-based framework is based on three uh, key areas that I've I've explored I'd say since the late 1990s but I'm doing that more in a I'd say more of a structured way now so and I, I call that connect nor reflect connect nor reflect so basically all learning and also formative and summative, summative assessment based on the programs I teach and also design are based on connect nor reflect Hopefully that gives you an insight into one aspect of how I visualise and see in person, but also increasingly online design for blended learning and distance learning programmes. 
and how you can somehow drill into learning outcomes to bridge into business and society. Your insights to the future of online learning are obviously very complex and very important and very insightful and they open the door to our future conversations here. Pleasure to speak to you. Thank you. Thank you.